So what you want to talk about, babe? No, I said Lil Uzi has a diamond in like, I don't know. Lil Uzi has a diamond in his forehead. Like, he just put a diamond, like an actual diamond. And a $24 million diamond just in his forehead. This is what our Black artists are doing with their money. Putting diamonds in their foreheads. Mm-hmm. So they can be saving children's lives. Mm-hmm. $24 million. Imagine that. Just... Wait a minute. That's how much the diamond was or that's how much it cost? The diamond and then plus to insert it in his diamond. forehead. That's just the diamond. How much is he worth? I have no $24 million diamond. <laughs> Smack that here. Yeah, I- Mm, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to leave that to y'all because my perspective, you know, on that is, yeah, really, really different. Like, I dig the fact that you have that much leverage, right, that you can stretch out and you can put a, a fucking diamond in your forehead. But to Nikita's point, thinking about how many families that are being impacted our communities are being ravished right now because of the pandemic take that money and help pfizer and mcderm and um there was johnson and johnson get more of those vials in the arms of the individuals that are in your community where you grew up or even if let's just say you come from an affluent community a community where there are people that look like you black and brown and i think that's one of the reasons and not that makes it right, but one of the reasons society, depending upon who you're talking to, look at some of our young successful rappers as non-significant in doing anything to really push forward who we are, what we are, and why we are. And you know what happened to I'm my brother's keeper, as opposed to, okay, how more extreme can I get with how I spend my money. Let me be a trendsetter and let me do something that's just so out there. I'm trending. Like, I feel like a lot of times we're doing too many things to be trending, to be, you know, the hashtag for the day. And we're losing so many other significant wars within our communities or battles within our communities. It saddens me. It's just so crazy. Like, you really went and you bought 24, like, a, like the, I just, and then you put it in your forehead. Like, that to me is so crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, it's day what? It's day three of Black History Month. Like, yeah. And this is what we're doing. Like, t- right. today it's Little Uzi and the Diamond in his forehead. Yesterday it's Trey Songs. The day before that it was T.I. and what Tyler. Happened, like, wait a minute, what happened with Trey Songs? Well, oh, he, got, he, he got leaked. What happened? He got, he got, he, Trey Songz got his news leaked yesterday. He got his news, his news leaked? That's nothing that nobody didn't want to see. Literally nothing. See that. We didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for that, Jade, but let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. How many people have wanted to see that man naked for years now? Oh, well, somebody showed his penis on the, on the, on the table? Yes. His images got leaked. Listen, wait a minute. 
Was it worth seeing? <laughs> it was worth seeing, but I felt so I felt so guilty. I was like, oh listen, listen, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. If it ain't worth seeing, let's let's just cut to the next thing. Because listen, on Instagram and Twitter, when he used to drop his Merva pictures with him with his boxers, like he was packing. So when it, when it, hey y'all, hey, it's newsworthy to me. <laughs> I was like, sir. Oh my goodness. I'm like, put it away. Okay, wait. Yeah, we see this is what happens when you have amazing black queens on and we get an opportunity to talk about. You know what? And guess what? They talk about us in that particular fashion. So I say, hey, we're, you know, feminists and you know, we believe in equity and why not? Right? Because that's real. So I was on Twitter fighting. For Chloe Bailey, I was fighting. Who's fighting? I get it. Chloe Bailey, because they were playing my good sis. I'm so happy you brought up Chloe, Chloe, and Hallie because truthfully, and I'm gonna be real transparent, I do not like what the media is doing overall to their sisterhood, to their independent things that they have going on and even to their character and personality. Like, it's just not fair. It's just not fair at it's all. It's not. Like, so what's happening? So now, wait a minute. They're the two sisters, right, that signed with Beyonce? Yes? Period. We love them. Yeah. So okay. Chloe and Holly, like, Chloe is the older sister. She's she's 22. And then Holly is the younger sister. She's 20. But yes, Miss Holly got a Disney contract. So she's in London filming for The Little Mermaid right now. Okay. That's the youngest one, right? That's the youngest one. And her older sister, oh my gosh, I just love her so much. Oh, but she, you know, she's been on, she's been on Instagram and on Twitter just being free, you know. She got, she, she, you know, she, she had a video of her sage in her room and her underwear and people took that and they were like, oh my gosh, why are you sexualizing yourself on the internet, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And people were coming for her for just being herself. And I was on Twitter fighting because I was like, I, it's rare that you see somebody who like is built like me, just in, just being free on the internet, on, on God's internet. So wait a minute. Did she have on her panties and a t-shirt or was she in a t-shirt. bra? No, she was in panties and a, and a t-shirt, but I don't even think it's like that. I feel like, I feel like the reason why people were coming at her in a sense is because it's like their Instagrams now became public because they always had fences. So they always had like their own Instagrams just with like 60, 70 people that they knew and that they followed. So now that they have their public Instagrams and like Jade said, like now she's doing things like posting in her room or even doing like the red the red light challenge or whatever. Mm, like, the silhouette challenge, period. The silhouette challenge. Um, those are things that she did months ago. Right. Those are not things that she's now doing. These are things that this girl did months ago, just in her room, being herself, unwinding, relaxing. Like nobody's talking about how her nipples was shown when she was producing. Nobody's right. talking about that. Or when she was well, jiving in on the know. stage. So, so let's roll my shit back. Costumes, like how Beyonce wears and she's shaking her ass. <laughs> Nobody's saying anything about that. So, and it's even more annoying because 
The sisters are totally re- re- reversed. Hallie is the one that's out there in your face, like I'll I'll date a criminal. And Chloe is the older one. And she's and like spiritual. Completely right. shy. Completely shy and quiet into herself. And it's like, if y'all don't leave these little girls alone, leave them alone. Hi, Frederick. How are you? So Hi, nice friend. So the king is back. <laughs> Not the king. The king. The king of melatonin. Yes. The king of this palace right here is, is definitely back. And it's it's good to be back. And I come in and I'm confused because why are y'all talking about Chloe? Why are y'all talking about Chloe? You know what? Because it's about Chloe Bailey. Like yeah, Chloe Bailey. Chloe Bailey. By, by the way, by the way, Chloe is the name of my unborn child that is coming into this world. I just said that. You know that is the I name of my, un- of my daughter. Shout out! Shout out to Chloe. 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 Shout yeah. out to Chloe, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I find it kind of ironic how. So yes, Nikita, Chloe, that's my baby. Yes. No way. Nikita, I know are you, Nikita, are you crying, baby? She's yes, crying. She is. <laughs> I don't even listen, I don't even know why you asked. You knew she was. So you know what? No, because Fred like literally always makes me emotional and it's so annoying. Listen, <laughs> we love you, boo. Come on in. We knew, listen, I don't even know why you asked the question. You knew she was listen, getting emotional. So. Yeah, it's, it's all good. So, but yeah, this whole Chloe situation. So, th- has anybody ever watched Grownish before? I'm putting my hand up like y'all gonna be able to tell. So, <laughs> so like, Chloe and her sister is a mess on that TV show. Y'all do know that, right? Like, this whole, you know, because I, I know, like, Chloe did the silhouette challenge or whatever, right? She did it. Was it the silhouette challenge? A gift. Yes, yes. but Nikita says she did it, you know, months and months ago. Like, they're from what Nikita said now, because you know Nikita is in the know, and y'all know I am the least in the know. And... She yeah. indicated that these things were done before and then now that their pages are public because of other things that are going on, people are kind of taking it and grabbing at it and now making it a story, which we shouldn't be surprised because that's what media does, right? Media takes something that could have been been innocent or amongst her 60 followers. And then because now it's even more public, now everyone's thinking, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Oh, Yo, listen, is it a, a publicity stunt? Because Nikita will tell you in show business, there's no such thing as bad news, right? Everything listen. keeps you relevant. Everything keeps you hashtagging like homeboy with the diamond in his forehead. Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> when when Chloe, when first of all, when Chloe, when Chloe first came on the scene, I think it was just her and her sisters that had a joint, had a joint IG page together yeah. as a group, oh. right? Yeah, they're a duo. They were a duo. Yeah, yeah, together. They still are. They right. still are. Right, but but what happened is is that as soon as this shit here, as soon as that came out, right? No, it wasn't oh. that one. It was listen, the challenge first. It was, it was the challenge. challenge. 
She did the Buster challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Buster. Yeah. When she when she did this shit. Yeah. When she, oh, so when beautiful. she did that, when she did that Buster challenge, right? Her follow, her follower, and within five minutes, because within they five minutes, at the same time, and Hallie is at like I think when I last checked, she was at like six six thirty five, and it's Ooh, crazy. Chloe's at almost two million. Something. Yeah, she's like. But, you, but listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what it is, and I'm a, from a man's perspective. I'm gonna tell you what it is. Okay, it's because Chloe got a butt. She got a booty. She got an ass. That's what it is. She got an ass. What's her? What's her sister's name? Holly. 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 She. She ain't got. Holly. No, because Holly got a Disney contract. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She ain't got that. She has a body. body. It's just not a booty. So yeah, she got body, but no booty. Listen, and she got a listen, Disney contract, okay? Uh, with Disney. And she got a Disney contract. Fred, don't do that. Don't, don't do that, Fred. Hey, don't do that. Pay attention do to pay attention <laughs> to Grownish. They both were track stars, right? They both were track are track stars on that show. But Holly has a real track body. And a Disney contract. Chloe's body is like Jade says, like that's every other girl's kind of body. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and Jade, Jade is just like kissing the air, like yes, yes, yes. I just love her. I do, but I'll do it. But you're not you're not doing that for Holly though. You're not doing that for but Holly. I will ride for Holly too, but she in London. The reason why people are not doing that for Holly, she's a little ass girl. Nobody's looking at her like that. She's 20 years old. Chloe's twenty two. Chloe's twenty two. Chloe's twenty two and old enough to fuck. And Hallie isn't. Hallie is, but nobody's looking at. Hallie has a whole boyfriend. She do. She's as quiet as can be. He's a regular ass person. Hallie's a nobody's looking at Hallie like that. But does that mean? Tamara, look wow. how easy it was for Fred to differentiate. The yes. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well I wouldn't know either one of them if I were to trip over them. So <laughs> I say it's Black History Month, and what the hell are we going to talk about? Let's Listen, go. that's that black. Part. That that's a part of Black History. <laughs> As a matter of fact, did you see? Did y'all see the video? There's so there's this famous pastor. There's this famous pastor, right? He's a young pastor, and he was talking about how since we're talking about the Buster Challenge and the Silhouette Challenge, he was telling young ladies, he was like, "Stop doing a Silhouette Challenge." He was like, "And stop." giving them something impressive to talk about and make something impactful to talk about. I was like, ooh. Me too. I was like, ooh. <laughs> but, the, but, the way, but the way that he said it, yo, listen, the way that it, it, so many people's coming to him because they're like, how you gonna how you gonna tell ladies what they could do with their bodies and all this other stuff? There ain't nothing in the scripture that say anything about that shit and da 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 da. Yo, I'm about to forward this shit to you right now on your Instagrams. I'm about I'm about to put it on the I'm about to put it on the for the love of Instagram page. 
I'm about to put it on it right now. And uh, we about to have a whole discussion about that because that shit is funny. Okay, so while you're while you're finding that, I just want to ask one question. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this is our, you know, first, you know, podcast coming back for the love of and Black History Month. Is that how we want to spend our time talking? You know, we want to spend our time talking about this pastor and his comment about women not doing, you know, silhouettes and stuff. Can, I, I'm just asking. Just let's put it on the table. Oh, so, we really, we, so we have an aim because I'm strategic. Let's have an aim and then we can be there. And if that's what we're going to do. Yep, that's what we're going to do. But let's just have an aim for this conversation um, because um, Nikita and I, our pumpkins come at 10 o'clock. Yeah, we, were, we, we are recording at the, at the burn in the midnight way. <laughs> right, the only one. Like, Fred is the only night out. Fred be up. And then I'm like, bruh. But no, no, I, like, no I have another meeting at 7. It's 7 here. Yeah, I know. That, yep, it's seven your time. It'll be 10 hour time. So again, <laughs> but no, like it really is Black History Month. Like I was thinking about this right before we started like recording. I was like, I felt like Black History Month just happened because this year has gone by so fast. Yeah. You so, know what? I like that. But I'm thinking, I feel like Black history and her story has been upon us because of everything that happened with the election. When you think about all of the bad Black women that showed up in government, you're talking about Stacey Abrams, you're talking about Keisha Lance Bottoms, and of course, our Vice President Harris, then you have Simone Sanders, and then Abby, like at her own spot on CNN on Sunday, like, yo, the shit has been bananas. And Can we talk about... we talk about the infamous first lady emeritus Michelle Obama. Wait, before you before we get Oh my god. That, before we get into that, when we were talking before Fred jumped online, um and we Tamara was going over the name, uh like the different ideas. One of the things that came up to me were um we can do black women creating black history. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Is that what we're gonna be looking forward to this season? Kamala is the first. Kamala is the first um, black woman because Charlie Chisholm she ran, but you know she. Mm. Well, she yeah she ran for um, president, right? Yeah. So she was the first you know um, black first black person to run for president. The black first black um, female and the first female. Because mm-hmm. she was crazy. before Geraldine Ferraro. Geraldine, what was her name, Fred? Geraldine Ferraro? Ferraro? Ferraro. I think it's Ferraro. Yeah, I think it's Ferraro. Let's, let's get it right. Um, They're going to be like, how y'all on here? And y'all don't even know what y'all like, How we making names and you know, <laughs> fact check? We don't know what's going on. But that's a doozy. I'm just thinking about it like, you know, this past year, we have... Ferraro. 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 Yes. Like, yeah, like this past year, we have been touching on and being a part of Black history, Black history, and now we gotta all just we gotta compile that into yeah, into yeah. some beautiful content. So, is that, so is that what this episode is gonna be about? Black women creating Black history? Her, I think so. Or we could call it Black history. Love that. Mm-hmm. I do too. I'm in favor of it. Of and course. that can even spill over too again, you know, into 
you know, on March for Women's History Month because there's just so much to cover and then there's so many other layers um, to it as well. Um, the person I get, but you know what though, was speaking of the election and speaking of just just how everything has shifted in such a way with dynamic women of color being at the helm and the forefront of it all, you got to really, we really got to talk about Stacey Abrams. We really got to talk. Like, she's done something that no other Democrat has ever done in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. She turned it from a red state Republican state to a Democrat state. And it started the day after she lost the governor's the, race. Uh, right. It started the day after. But, but so here's the deal. Let's just think about, I love this saying, hell has no fury like a black woman scorned. Mm -hmm. She's vowed that what happened to her, because again, there was some voter suppression that was going on in Georgia. They were talking right. about, you know, again, some of the uh, continuous um, voter trickery that mm -hmm. certain states are known for. And redistricting, I believe some of it also mm -hmm. happened as well. And she said, you know what, I could be pissed right now and I could be mad and I could be talking all kinds of garbage. But you know what, I'm going to use this energy and I'm going to fuel it in a way that is positive and productive. And I'm going to ensure that no one else experienced what I experienced. And she got the getting. And when I tell you, she, when I just cold blooded, but wait. The meme. So let's talk about the memes. My favorite meme. So funny. She said the one that said, I want the mother, what the mother Teresa, I want Donald to know it was me. <laughs> she was stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so wonderful. So Fred, I concur. Um, Stacey Abrams literally should have, you know, been nominated um, for a Nobel Peace Prize. And I know that um, the Biden and Harris administration was looking at her, but there's conversation that she is looking to run again for governor here because she really wanted, you know, I want that position. But man, listen, set it on. Listen. On Listen, if I'm Stacey Abrams and I want to run for something, I ain't, I ain't got to worry about nothing. I ain't worried about anything because I already know I got Vice President Kamala back, backing me up. I got the president backing me up. Yeah. I got I got the, the you know. The mayor of Atlanta. The mayor of Atlanta backing me and up. Then like, that, all of the political commentators, and you think about again, so, you know, Simone Sanders. No, she's Phillips, made a She's made her story. You know what I'm saying? She's made her story, yo. Like it's like for her to do no, for her to have the vision to know yeah. that in order for things to change, it starts in the state of Georgia. Like we have to change this. You know what I'm saying? It hadn't been blue since Clinton. Yo, listen. President and, Obama wasn't even able to flip it. And everybody in their mama. Everybody named Mama when the when the election was happening. Everybody was tuning in to CNN and all news networks, trying to look 
and see when does this state turn blue? Because yeah, like it, it was it was like a damn TV series. It was. But not only that, so let, let's talk about the compound impact of just how brilliant and forward thinking she was. Not only did we her efforts and all of the galvanizing that she did turned Georgia from red to blue for the presidential election. Then mm-hmm. remember what? The runoff between Warnoff and Ossoff with those two Republicans did it again on January the 5th. And now, guess what? Senate split because of her efforts, her brilliance, and her campaigning on the ground. On the ground. So think about that. So um, because Vice President Harris came up to their vice president position, the um, state of California has its first you know, Latino male senator. Then the state of Georgia has its first Jewish uh, member, and he's the youngest in John Ossoff. And then is Raphael Warnock the first black senator from the state of Georgia? He's yes. the first something. Yeah, I think he's so. the first something I know. I think he's the first. I just drawn a blank. So, but, but think, and so think about the impact of first that happened again under the umbrella, under the guise of Stacey Abrams and just how eloquent she was in her fight. She could have been pissed like the trumpet and she could have been gone to Twitter, you know, a part of that and just been mad about it. But she said, nah, I'm going, she was the quiet assassin. And she did what she had to do. She carried. She did. She carried the election. Shout out to her. Listen. She did. So listen, Fred, you was getting ready to talk about number 44's number one girl. Listen, let me tell you something. (laughs) So when we were like, so my wife and I, right? My wife got tired of me. She got tired of me watching the news because it was just a sweepstakes. And, you know, when it finally, because at first Trump was like, and the Trump was winning, like he was, it was scary because everybody was like, oh shit. Like it was neck and neck for a grip. Yeah, but but no, it wasn't. It wasn't neck and neck. Like what happened was, was that it started off with a with Trump having a strong lead, right? A very strong lead in Georgia, Pennsylvania, you know, and um, in Ohio, you know, all the swing states that he's like, yo, like we got it, and he was winning for like two nights straight, and then on that third night, that third night. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> then you started seeing, then you started seeing a, a shift happen. And right before that shift happened, they interviewed Stacey Abrams. And Stacey was like, no worries. It's still early. They're counting votes. We got this. Well, yeah. she sound, like, she sounds so confident. She's like, we got this. Yeah, no because, the last, because the last county was Fulton County. And guess what city sits in Fulton County? ATL. So all of the outlier counties or smaller counties that may have been more on the Republican end, there were not going to be enough that give him enough votes to win Fulton County. Right? So where are you a fool? Yo, I'll just read. I'll just Nikita, read. did you see that commercial? 
<laughs> Nikita, wait. Why well, I send my sisters a thing and I said, may I have two, please? <laughs> Am I the only one who doesn't ladies know? And ge- ladies, and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let me we have a segue here. So our dear, our dearest sister and struggle pain and also in victory. <laughs> Wanted to, wanted to mention on this on on this what what night is it? It's this third night of of Black History. Send it to Jay. We had we had to we had to talk about the Alexa commercial <laughs> with Michael B. Jordan as Alexa. Oh my! Listen, I'm gonna tell you. I watched the damn thing three times back to back because I didn't know where it was going. And then, but wait, the husband, Alexa, don't do that. Yo, <laughs> she said Alexa dimmed the lights and her and her girls was there. Listen, oh, he is he's it. man alive, right? You gotta watch the commercial. You gotta yeah, watch the Jade, I'm surprised I beat you at something. Jade, you did. You did. Jade, you're not, you your life will never be the same. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I know I'm, a, I'm about to get the comments gonna go crazy on this, but I don't like Michael B. Jordan. That's okay. My but wife doesn't. You see either. the commercial. You'll have to like him. Wait till you see the commercial. It's classic. My wife doesn't either. My wife is like she doesn't see the big deal. Yeah, his forehead is nervous. I don't. I don't see the hype. Um, I think he's only really hyped up even more now. It's because of the whole Lori Harvey thing. But that's a but but who is Lori Harvey? Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. Right, that's my point. What does she do outside of being that's a stepdaughter? She's pretty. Uh, goddamn thing. My point. So again, now I don't know her. I've not seen her and things of that nature. It was so funny. Somebody said, "Oh, he's off the market," and I said, well, "Who's he dating?" It was like Lori Harvey. And I'm like, "Okay, who is that?" And I'm like. Steve Harvey daughters are older. They're twins and they're older than they were. And I was like, is that his bonus daughter? So did she take on his name to be? Bonus. Listen, sidebar, two, two seconds. Her mother pimped his ass out. That's all I got. Her. She did. She Come did. on. Marjorie worked it. Marjorie worked it. She did what she had to do. Marjorie worked it. So what you there. mean she did what she had to do? What you what what you talking about? What you mean? What you mean? Black History Month. Nah, don't even do that. Now, now, okay. No, all right. What she had to do. We got fourteen. You talking? You talking about his? You talking about his current? You talking about his current wife? Yeah. What? what they not together anymore, son? Why are you together? Now? So what are you talking about? She pimped him out. She made sure all his kids, all her kids, had his name. She knew what she was doing. She knew how much kids she brought to that marriage. How many? How many kids did she bring to the marriage? How many? Did you say six? Six. Nikita. And if I love you. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. He brought more kids to the marriage than he has. Thank you. I'm here Thank with you. Thank you. And he, she changed all them kids' names. Harvey. Well, that's why I said, because um, I knew that what... So the like, daughter not too far off from the mother, okay? Mm. I'm older than, than Lori. <laughs> I'm older than her. Didn't she just turn, like, 23 or something? She just turned 22. No, you're Wait a minute, but wasn't there, but wasn't there a conversation 
station um, before and they get yeah, like out. How, how old is Michael B. Jordan? I think he's old enough. <laughs> Hold on, I'm about to do it right now. Nah, Michael B. Jordan's older than that. Uh, Lori just turned 24. Yeah, just turned 24. Okay, so again, Lori, hey, happy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watch the commercial because I'm watching Michael Alexa. Is 33. Michael is 33. Oh, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you yep. gotta watch yeah, you gotta watch the, the, it's, the commercial. It's, it's a good it's a good I'm commercial. I'm gonna watch it. And then but wait a minute. Um the the song that he's in with Snow Allegra, right? Um, they run that song, and and I'm like, they run. I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, yeah, all right, let's go. I can't. <laughs> like, okay, I can't. How, you know what? How, like, we we talk. <laughs> how do we go from Stacey? You know what? It's your fault, Tamara. Because you're your fault, Tamara. I, you it's know what I said? Tamara. It probably is. I'm here for it. It's your fault. That's your fault. Listen, that's fine. You did say this was going to be like the For the Love of Cookout. Just just topics. No no point. Right, exactly. No point we, thank you, Jay. We said cookout. There was, there was the language. I couldn't put my finger yeah. on the word. No cookout. Mortgage board. Take what you want. Bring what you want. But you got to bring something to the table. Yeah, let me ask you a serious question. What do you think? And this is something like a whole different conversation. What do you think Trump is thinking about right now? What he's been thinking about for the last four years? Barack Obama. Oh, I thought, I think he invaded the FBI. (laughs) No, like he's really sitting back like, I can't believe this shit happened. If you ask me, he's trying to figure out another way to get back in office. What well, I said, this, he get, this conversation, he this, let this just be the last one because I don't really want to spend any more on him. Um, that he was thinking about creating his, another party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, here, and here's the crazy thing about it people are leaving the Republican Party and droves to, to create another party in his name. Just say it, right? A white supremacism, though. Like we don't got time for this. Exactly. Oh, we knew this that. We knew that. Month. We knew that when them. De- listen, listen, listen. And, and and as a part of Black history, when we saw those white people and a few <laughs> token and a, and a few token Negroes, a few token tokens or souls. When we saw them storm the nation's capital and they did literally virtually nothing to them, like they let them go. Shout out to my man Eugene. Shout out to Eugene Goodman. Yo, you know, you know Eugene is on the vice president's detail. Okay. Eugene. Look, Eugene. Kamala was like, you know what? Get that we'll young man you retired. Listen, Eugene, that little snickety snackety. At the at the at the inauguration, his little suit, his you still right. Like, okay. Here's the deal. That was one of the things too that I was a little bit tripping about because with CNN, they interviewed the other police officers, the two Caucasian police officers mm-hmm. that you know kind of was you know in the thick of things, and they should have been. But I'm like, yo, Eugene, literally, sh- Eugene. Guess what? Straight street came out in Eugene. He was like. And he looked to make sure and then sent them on. He knew what he was doing. And guess what? Kamala said, we got you. No worries. They don't have to shout you out. Come on over here, bro. 
You got a you got a brand oh, new position. Oh my gosh, I love me some Eugene. I just love him. <laughs> I love him. But you what didn't Eugene have on like a Gucci scarf or like something? He was dripped <laughs> out. My son said, I got y'all. Y'all ain't never seen nothing like this. I was like, come through. <laughs> Black money over here. Yeah. Yes. They had the Dior ones. They were going crazy over there. They, they, they oh, like, um, her niece's boyfriend. Listen, nobody did the do the way that my man, Bernie Sanders, did the do. Okay. Yo, what the? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coat and mittens. Coat and mittens. Wait, but wait, let me tell you, I missed that. I was like, <laughs> I, I missed it during the inauguration, so I'm seeing all of the memes, and I'm like, "Why are you making fun of Bernie?" <laughs> Bernie showed up to the inauguration like it was with the mittens. I did not see him in the inauguration at, at the inauguration with his mittens like that. Yeah. Bernie looked like he was kind of salty, man. He looked kind of pissed. He was like, well, my his wife had knit, had knitted. Bro, he was like, "I had other places to be today." This is he was like, "This is a stop." He's like. He's like, I'm going to be here right now. He's like, they gave me a seat, so I'm going to take it. It's crazy, man. I was, um, I was pleased that Mike Pence and his wife showed up. I, too. I thought that was, he, I thought that he was classy. Him, yeah, he showed himself a little bit toward the end to kind of, he had to stand up a little, but when they were thinking he could, he was like, that ain't even in my power. So have a seat. And then homeboy didn't even check on him and his family. What to like two days later? That goes to show. No, he not, no, he never checked on him. No, he did. He eventually did. He did because because those those white supremacists that stormed the nation's capital was trying. Yo, there was a lynch mob. Yeah, they were looking for. They were looking for Pence. Ain't like Pence. I'm saying they was looking for him, man. But for Pence to come out there, like it was a it was a real class act. But now I'm hearing he's homeless. Mm. Well, listen, because it's Black History Month. God forbid, Amanda Gorman. Mm. Yo, mm-hmm. I loved the poem. I did. I. You know, you know what's crazy is that during that part, during that part of the um, inauguration, I missed it. Oh, it was it was good. But did y'all know that the ring on her right hand was a gift from Oprah, and it was a bird, kind of that symbolizes the patching of this passing of the torch from Dr. Maya Angelou onto her because of um I know you had a caged bird sing, and she also had a speech impediment as well. So yeah, yeah. it was one of the things that they said. So. Yeah, like I, I I have to I have to listen to the poem. I have to listen to it. I heard it was dynamic. It was. I heard it was Her dynamic. interview with um, Anderson Cooper afterwards was dynamic. Like I saw, I saw that. She is. I'm, yeah. I'm very, 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 very put together. Um, I was very impressed with her words and her language and the way that she told the story about how she went to put together the actual poem. And he asked her, did she look at some of the images and pictures? And um, no, did she, did she look at the images or pictures? She said, no, I am a poet. So, you know, um, I look at words and then kind of put those images together in creating this story. And she said, I didn't want to back away from the enormity of it because it was important. And the last part, um, you know, 
we're all light if, you know, we're um, bold enough, if we're brave enough. And she said she, you know, was questioning whether she should put that last um, line in. And then she said, yeah. So it was great. Yeah, I got I got to I got to listen to it. I have to listen to it because I heard nothing but great things about it. So those 22 year olds are carrying right now. Yeah, she's twenty two. Yeah, can we talk about can we talk about J Lo and how she's coming out like singing? What what, she sung like a second grade song, like a second. J Lo, because she belongs to you know us, the Black and Brown crew. But she's just losing. Like I'm, I wasn't impressed. Respectfully, respectfully, and I really do say this with the utmost respect for her. I saw no substance of her being there. There are way more women like Chrisette Michelle, than Lauren Hill, like Erica Badu, like anybody. Ashanti? Like, no, absolutely not. Ashanti. Ashanti still singing her songs, anyways. Like, even Jill Scott. Mm, no, I, yeah, I can see. Yeah. Wait, wait, I'm stuck on. I'm stuck on Ashanti. <laughs> Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. Anybody in operation, respectfully. Ashanti's been jail songs anyway. But yeah, like they could have chose anyone, and I felt like th- at that point, I think, and I don't know how you guys are going to react with this when I say this, but I feel like. You know, some of the things that even media or even some people in government are doing, I think it's it's doing too much now. Like, because when I'm seeing J-Lo there, I'm seeing, okay, you have her here because she's a woman. She's a woman of color. She's a minority. She's an artist. Like, she's an she's a actress. Like, she's, she's dimensional. But it's like, what is her connection here? It's strategic if you think about it because what it's because think about it J when you J Lo contrary to public opinion J Lo in America probably is the face of the Latina community you know what I'm saying a mainstream mainstream community you know what I'm saying so what that does is that that resonates a message to the Americans and to the world like yo like listen like like she if you ask me she's the future you ask me like like the next the next ticket the next presidential ticket is going to be i think would be a black woman and a and a spanish woman together like like we talked about this before i was like yeah, yo like a, like aoc and kamala harris on the ticket together you know what i'm saying that to me that was a message that was a message like hey you better get used to this and she came out looking she came out looking like mad regal and i know everybody was wearing the pearls and the chucks you know what i'm saying for for kamala she had like od pearls like she had serious pearls but why was she saying your land is my land? Like, why did like, the song she could have sang? Like, I I tweeted, I was like, I could have sang this song better with my second grade class. <sighs> she tried to do it. No offense, it is what it is. But she was pitchy and it was driving me insane. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't watch it. I was like, ma'am, 
please. And then she was like, what did, she started singing in Spanish. I was like, girl, please relax. All right. Yeah, when she did that, I was like, oh, they're not ready for that. Stop it. I was like, stop. No, you're, getting, stop. You're, getting, you're getting real spicy on the site of the insurrection. Okay, relax. Shakira or somebody else of some more substance than than her. I'm, I'm sorry. Shakira and is living her life. If it now, if it was the Olympics, then sure. You know what I'm saying? But this is the presidential inauguration. They're going for the mainstream person. Give me Lady Gaga. Give me uh, J-Lo. And give me, um, who's going to host this? Oh, give me Tom Hanks. You know what I'm saying? Give me me him. You know, give me John Legend. Yes. Everybody loves John Legend. Let me get, let me get John Legend. John Legend would have been a far better act. Literally. I love the backdrop when he sang during this, um, you know, how they had the artist and, you know, how they did the show after since we're still in the pandemic. Um, I thought that was pretty dope. Yo, the best, the best part of that inauguration show was, um, what's the girl that sings fireworks? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Katy Perry put on a show. She, because that show that she did, it was later revealed that that show was intended for Hillary Clinton had she won. Mm. You know, and she did that very show uh, for Biden and had the fireworks going off. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, that is crazy. Yeah. So let's end with. Yeah, we done talked to, we done, we done talked about a lot of shit. We done talk- I think we done ran through the past, like, no, so I don't know. I I done, I didn't I didn't ran into Chloe and, and <laughs> but you didn't finish your conversation about the Michelle Obama and oh my like she God. was trending like even though you know we were there at the inauguration she was trending like she had social media on lock listen yeah. listen when I look at Michelle Obama I see my wife. And like just how dynamic, like she came, like literally Obama, like so when they were introducing Obama and Michelle, you know what I'm saying, Barack and Michelle together, they had the Jay-Z and Beyonce pose from like um um the, the, the video, yes, yes from yes, the yes. video, like they were just the, standing the there. One. Yeah, and like Michelle had this attitude. I was like, yo. Like they showed there was a there was a meme and it was a picture of like um like how it was and how it was going. Right? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. And they showed when she sat there and she had to be at the inauguration for Trump. <laughs> and then and that weak ponytail. Oh and my she God. had that 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 weak. Like I'm just gonna put something up. Forget, you know, she had that type of thing going. Michelle <laughs> half a bundle, and they were like, "All right, Queen, do what you gotta Yo, do." She had the weakest ponytail, but then she came out looking like, looking like a superhero. I was like, she was super yeah. bad. I was she like, yeah, it. and she had that walk. I was like, oh, you mean some business right now? That she was super bad. My favorite. I bet clip you. Listen was when they were walking out the car and see, I think it was on CNN where like the guy, like the, the, the commentator, the narrator, whatever the term is, he was like, oh, and we see Michelle Obama followed by uh, former president Barack Obama. 
Listen, she was the highlight, man. She, she was, was listen, stop her. She yes. was the highlight, yo. Shades, yo. Honestly, the curls, the bundles, everything. Like she, she carried. She did what she had to do. That was well, here's the deal. What even was even doper about her, and then also Vice President Harris, how they highlighted black designers. Mm-hmm. And then even Jill, um, Jill Biden, um, First Lady Jill Biden, her designer was a new designer. I don't believe that they were of, you know, black um, descent. But Michelle and Vice President Harris, black yo, designers. Yeah, that was intentional. That was a oh, it was. Oh, it was. It was. Well, was could, you ima- could you imagine? Because, you know, Michelle, she's a lawyer, right? Yeah, you do. Could, could you imagine if Michelle ran for president? Oh, she don't like politics. She's no, 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 no. I, 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 but but if she did, if she did, Michelle would be the one to put everything in order. She She put everything in order. They wouldn't even be able to handle all of her management because she would. She would get that thing all the way right, and they would. They would have mad. She'd be the one. She gonna give you that look like that black woman. You know how your mama look at you. Get it together. And and I want to say it again. She'd be the one. She'd be like, why are we going to war? Why are we going to war over there? Ain't them people ain't doing nothing. Man, if you don't sit your ass down over here, we ain't got nothing to do with them. Let them govern their people. Exactly. That's just, man, like, I don't know, like being like 22 and like just kind of like starting out and like not even, I don't know, like I'm graduating, trying to figure my stuff out. Like just seeing all these beautiful like women in power just doing what they got to do. I don't know. It gives me a little bit of, gives me a little hope, you know, for the future. Well, I think it should give you a lot of hope, Jay, because, you know, from my perspective and all that we're seeing, although there are some some things that are still happening in our world that are troubling. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. mentioned some of those things. And Fred mentioned some of those things, you know, mm-hmm. January 6th. But I think the reason why they're so, they're half seven, what was it? Seven million, 72 million, whatever the number was. 72 million. For 72 million, right, that went that way. I think they're at a crossroads. They're at an impasse because the pendulum is shifting, right? So we know that the minority will become the majority and the majority become the minority. And when a people begin to rise up when a people begin to understand their worth, their promise, when a people, especially a black man, realize this is where I need to be at home with my woman and my children in my community, when a black and brown men begin having conversations about the systemic racism mm-hmm. that happens in this America against them and they begin to organize, mobilize and execute people get scared because guess what? No one's drinking the Kool-Aid any longer. No, not anymore. Like this, like this America today, like I think, I think this America took a mighty blow these last four years with Trump took a yep. mighty blow, you know, and, and the world didn't take America seriously. But now with this election and things shifting and the way it shifted in such a rapid way and such an overhaul, like this is a very different America that is rising up. It's a very different. And, and, and the thing about the white community is that the white community is losing its purity. 
That's what's that's what's really fucking them up is that they are not like because they're, they're blended and they're becoming yeah. even more blended. You know what I'm saying? Well, those are for yeah the um, individuals who are the extremists to Jade's point who are like, oh my goodness, but they're remember like we know all brown ain't all black and brown ain't good and all white ain't bad. There are some again that was on a set Caucasians that was sick of this bullshit. They were like, what in the world? And they're like, I don't even understand it. So right, they, absolutely. I, so I want to say that I, this is an amazing time to be, you know, of color. And this is an amazing time to be a woman because female is the future and females are going to get right to ship. Absolutely. So you should be encouraged. You should, you know, be even, even that much more ecstatic about all that awaits you because there's some beautiful groundwork that's being laid for you now to come and walk on those path on that path or paths. And again, carve out another piece, you know, for yourself and then just continue pushing forward (coughs) the message. Right. Because I mean, because think about it, you know, real quick, men, mankind, manhood, you know, the race of men fucked it up. Like we, like we, we have, we have fucked this thing up, you know, and I, I, I've said this on many occasions, it would take a woman to fix it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, listen, you know, men, you've, you know, men have had the opportunity to do it since what? The beginning and all the way. And then what? Like, to your point. And what have you done? Running into the freaking ground because, you know, it's about, you know, a pissing contest and who penis is bigger. Like, would you please have a seat? Sit down. Right. Right. Have several seats. And And that's not to say, gentlemen, gentlemen, that's not to say that we will never, that we're not valued or, or we're oh, not no, in no, the no. equation anymore. That's Love not you. what I'm saying. But what, but what I am saying and the harsh reality is, is that we done fucked up this world too much. We fucked it up. And so now, you know, women, women have stomached all of this. Go back to, go back to the Baldwin and Nikki Giovanni conversation. Go back to that. You know, it, it, it doesn't it seem like it always comes back to that conversation, right? Because, because maybe that, that's the crux of, you know, the challenge in our, you know, black and brown community. Maybe that's it because our men of color have been looking at this very unrealistic, this very one-sided perspective on how they should be leading their family and their homes and their lives. The mm-hmm. shit was never designed for us and it definitely wasn't designed for us to win. So why would you be following a roadmap that's going to lead you down a rabbit hole? Right. Stuck. Right. Trying, to look, trying, to, trying to look around and figure it out. Why? Why would you even allow that to be your North star. That's the thing that I don't get. Why would you in every turn and every twist and every corner, the only thing that, that has been waiting for us is pain, trauma, drama, shackles, Mm -hmm. all kinds of policies and procedures that keep us from being great. No, you got to do this. No, you got to take this test. No, you got to turn left. And then when you do all of that, guess what? Then they change the damn rules. So why in the world would we believe that that would be our locus of control? That would be our map. 
we have to make our own. There you go. And that's, you know, I feel like that's what, I think that's what we're going to be focusing on. I feel like that's going to be like a good, I think that's a good overarching theme for this month is, you know, making our own map. Mm, now, you know, like it's like, you know, now I got, like, my little homies, I got Kit Kat and I got my little, my littlest homie on the way, mm-hmm. Chloe. So, you know, <laughs> like, I got to make sure that I'm carrying real, real heavily. Got to make sure that I'm fighting. I'm making, I'm making the maps to pass down to little homies, my little, you know, my little, my future leaders, my besties, you know, and I think that's important. It's like, you know, I think about it, you know, every step, you know, these women take for us is the steps I'm going to take for them. Indeed. And that's what it's for. It's about the passing of the torch. It is about, you know, the idea of now being able to, what reach for things that you can't see because for so long people of color we had to reach for things that we couldn't see we had to reach for things that we didn't know what it existed for us and now we like a black woman is in the white house first we had we saw the black man and his black wife and those two beautiful black babies you knew they were black when you saw them there wasn't it or they mixed with some what they look like her hair curly Mm-mm. you knew they were black they carry now you get kamala vice president harris and then wait her sister is an attorney and then her niece is an attorney like and an author, like they're yes, exactly. Yeah, and then she does. Um, she has a um, is it a doc? What does it mean? It does. She has some um, corporation. She um, yeah, it's it's like women. It's like it's, it's a, like, like women's an advocacy program. Yeah, right? it's one of those. Yeah, I know what it is. I follow her on TikTok. I love her. Her yeah. like her TikTok is so fun. And then the fact that her boyfriend and then you know she got two babies by him, Shane Mir, but then he showed up, he got on the cold blooded like Jay's like, Your ones. It was just culture all the way around. And that's what I'm saying. We showing up and we're like, yo, we're not subscribing to your bullshit anymore. Our own map. Get left or you gotta get right or you get left. Right, there it is. Oh, okay. I was my big witching hour. Get right or get left. Or get left. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. <laughs> making our own map. Making, making our, our own map. Making our own map. And I and I'm and I'm leaning on these these young queens, these beautiful queens here to, you know, along with side with with my wife, you know, to really raise up, you know, these young princesses that are coming up in the world that look like them. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's your time. Y'all carrying sure. bloodlines right now over there. Yeah, straight bloodlines like yo y'all rest yo y'all rest y'all do not rest bloodline of strong women too so yeah we all can but but you exactly we are and you know that's a great point you know um jade and you know fred again i have said to you and to your wife and i've said it you know to you personally and i've said it publicly I just love the way I get down. I love that I have a lot of my male colleagues, friends, associates that are married to black women and they love their wives. You, Keith, um, my my spiritual coach, Nicole, her and her husband, Carrie, Yannick and her husband, TJ. There are some black men that, matter of fact, they be like, 
I don't even want, if you ain't even, don't even look my way mm-hmm. and serious about it. Like, and, 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 and so let us say this, you know, for those of you that are not black and brown that listen to us and that love us and support us, know that we love and support you too. But because we're pro black, don't mean we anti anything else. We're just pro us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let us, so let us be real, real clear about that because we're pro us. Don't mean we're anti you. That's not what we're saying. But for so long, we were the antagonists in our lives. And now the pendulum is shifting and we're standing in our truth and our beauty and our strength and our courage and confidence. And we're now here to say it out loud. I'm black and I'm proud. I'm black and I'm proud. Amen. Say it loud. Amen. I'm black and I'm proud. You know what? You got to put uh, James Brown on this episode. You do. You do. Got to put some James Brown on there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been great. Yes, it is. It's been great. We are back. I got a lot of shit to talk about, y'all. We know. (laughs) I'll be on the Instagram editing editing the page, making sure we're not seeing too much. Exactly. We know. All right, y'all. It's your favorite campus circle. It's your favorite, um, you know, podcast, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, you my sister. Chick, you're like, listen, listen, listen. It's been a minute. Like, we're like, wait, the order. What's and the it's, order? And it's, and it's, you know, you know, my sister in pain, struggle and victory. You know, the Liberated Project Chick, she is back like we and, never left. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know, Jade is here. Nikita is here. You know what I'm saying? Gave gave some time. Gave some time. You know, to talk with us and just to have a reunion of some sort, just to get things back in perspective and get us back in the swing of things because it's been it's been rough, y'all. Yeah. This pandemic. This pandemic has taken a toll on a lot of shit. But you know what? We ain't gonna let that stop us. No, can't stop. Won't stop. Uh oh! Don't get me going. Can't no. stop. Roll stop. Rockefeller records because it, it get down. I'm gonna 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 get